You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have yet another interesting week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, the full frost moon takes place in Gemini, revving up the urge to find more variety in our lives. Mercury will shift into Capricorn, allowing us to consider crafting a master plan. There will be three quincunx transits happening throughout this week, which might cause issues with self-awareness. And Mercury is making the most transits this week, allowing us to work on communication skills and our mindset. And with a week like this, The vibes on the graph are mixed. From the 27th to the 29th, emotional sensitivity will be present along with imagination and confusion, psychic vibes, and also mental energy. And those vibes will be intersecting one another. Given that we have a week with some Neptune activity and some harsher transits and that full moon in Gemini, which of course I've made a separate podcast and video for, and by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll already be available. But that full moon has some kick to it, so it can bring up these types of situations. Also, with the Neptune stuff that's going on this week, we may feel more foggier than normal. We may also feel sensitive to vibes. We may be more introspective than normal, and we may feel more triggered. So it's a week to really take care of yourself and ground your energy and find healthy ways to soothe your mind. That emotional sensitivity will continue from the 29th to the 30th. Then as we start getting to about the 1st through the 3rd, we have mental energy popping back up, romantic vibes, emotional sensitivity yet again, and a small amount of solitude energy. So over the weekend, it might be a time where we're really in our heads about certain situations that we need to resolve. We could feel triggered out of nowhere, resulting in needing a little space to ourselves, but also we could be focusing on our romantic lives as well. And sometimes that might be in a positive way. Sometimes that may be in a way where we need more self-awareness with ourselves because there is a little bit of edgy stuff going on when it comes down to romantic interactions with some of the transits going on. And also one thing to note it's not showing up on the graph but we've got a Mars Jupiter alignment which may pull us out of our solitude so we may require a little bit of fun and excitement and the need to interact with others due to that Mars Jupiter stuff that'll happen around Sunday so yeah it's yet another colorful week for sure let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 27th, Mercury's making a square with Neptune. And since Mercury is in pre-shadow, this is part one of three that we'll have in total. So we can expect this square to repeat itself on December 26th and then on January 8th of 2024. For this reason, some of the things that I'm talking about are going to come up again on those dates for us to revisit and understand exactly what we need to resolve within that energy. Because of the haze that an alignment like this creates, there could be moments where we're misinterpreting something or misinterpreting information or misinterpreting something that someone is saying. So we might find ourselves going back over a conversation or going back over some details that we might have missed or just overall trying to comprehend situations that seem to elude us. A vibe like this could cause moments where we feel more forgetful than normal. We may feel more absent-minded than normal. Neptune and Mercury, Mercury and Neptune squares or any hard alignments with these planets tends to give us a case of misplaced thoughts or misplaced items because again, we're dealing with a lot of forgetfulness and haze through an energy like this. So there might be times where we're feeling as though our mind is lapsing a bit. And because of this, we might feel distracted around this 
this point in time. We may feel more disorganized than normal. Plus, our attention span may not be what it normally is. So we really need to make sure that we're grounding ourselves if we can. And if there's just something important that we need to do, if we're able to put it off until tomorrow or put it off for a couple of days, then I would definitely recommend that under this energy. Although the stuff is going to come back around because it's a Mercury retrograde alignment. Another thing to note with this alignment, due to its fogginess, we need to be aware of overthinking things to the point where we're making up scenarios in our head that may not be true. Also, speaking of the truth, if it is a situation that is grounded in reality, we may be uncovering something that we needed to find out. That doesn't have to be negative. That could be a positive thing. It could be a neutral thing. And of course, yes, it can be an uncomfortable thing depending on the circumstances. But again, with an alignment like this, it is a classical Mercury retrograde alignment. So try to pay attention to the details. Make sure if you're signing up for anything, you're reading the fine print. Make sure you are going over every document with a fine tooth comb. If you're feeling as though you're getting a little bit skimmy, give yourself a break when it comes down to reading important details of anything. So that way you make sure you're getting a fair deal or whatever you're trying to work out for yourself ends up working out in your favor. On the 29th, we have our first of three quincunxes for the week. The sun's going to make a quincunx with Jupiter, which may rev up the need to puff out our chests. And because this is a quincunx, it may enunciate issues that we have when it comes down to having an inflated sense of self and not having the awareness to know that we're acting in an arrogant manner. So a vibe like this could give us the nudge needed to work on overconfidence. Sometimes this can come in the form of experiencing some form of ego deflation. So it'll definitely come to our attention to work on our levels of conceit with an energy like this. Also, this may show us where we have impulse issues. This may show where we go overboard and overboard in a sense where we're overly careless when it comes down to things. We're reckless when it comes down to seeking pleasure or any other excitement seeking sort of behaviors. Or this can show us where we act too dramatically in situations or where we do things to create drama in order to get an ego boost. So this is one of those teachable moment sort of energies. It does have some positivity to it. As I always say, when I see overconfident energies, sometimes I would rather you guys be overconfident than not confident at all. And the cool thing about this alignment is it does have its fun spots where it does bring out our playful side. And with a week like this, we can use something like that. So try to play with this energy in the most balanced way possible. By the time we get to the 30th, our second quincunx for the week occurs. And this time it's with Venus and Neptune. And so with a vibe like this, it can show us where we lack self-awareness when it comes down to relationships and our finances. Also, this alignment is tied to the Neptune retrograde cycle. Neptune will be going direct really soon. So this might bring up some themes from July when Neptune was entering its retrograde. Neptune went retrograde a few weeks before that. And so it can bring up things from that early stage where we might have lacked self-awareness when it comes down to our relationships and finances. Also, this was connected to the Venus retrograde. Yes, Venus retrograde is very much over. However, we might have a little bit of deja vu about certain things that was occurring around that point in time with that cycle as well. But a vibe like this can show where we have blind spots when it comes down to our love lives. It can show our tendency to be self-destructive. It could show where we ignore warning signs, just red flags overall when it comes down to people and other situations, whether that could be financial situations, job situations, and of course, the romantic stuff. Also, this may show where we have some unrealistic expectations when it comes down to our love lives. 
And that can come in so many different forms when it comes down to unrealistic expectations. Sometimes it's chasing unavailable people. Sometimes it's expecting more than one person can give. And because of the Neptune element, it may show where we're looking for a fairy tale when that may not be possible. Not saying that we can't have happy love lives, but on the unhealthy end, sometimes when we go into that fantasy land of Neptune, it can create some unrealistic expectations of what a person can give us. On a constructive note, if we were using this energy positively, it can aid us in using our imagination in healthy ways, where we channel it through creativity such as art, poetry, writing, music, dancing, acting, film, and other right brain activities. 24 hours before Mercury shifts into Capricorn, it's going to make a connection with Pluto, and this is the first of three alignments it'll make with Pluto. The thing with this pairing is it has a problematic tone to it. And the reason why is communication could be difficult under a transit like this. So there may be moments where we're dealing with power struggles with really difficult individuals. It could rev up situations where people are speaking over other people and not allowing other people to have the floor. So it can really key up a vibe where people are throwing their weight around. And since this is a retrograde alignment, this is a pre-shadow alignment, we're going to see this again twice. So we'll get it again on December 23rd and then another one on January 13th, 2024. And speaking of that retrograde cycle, Mercury is shifting into Capricorn on the 1st. And due to the regressive cycle, we will only stay in Capricorn energy for a small portion of time. We'll get about 22 days or so in this sign. Mercury will end up going back into Sagittarius as we get to December 22nd. But once we get to January 13th, we'll have it back in Capricorn. By the 20th, Mercury will go out of shadow and it'll be in Capricorn in its regular format. Over the last couple of years, we've had some Mercury and Capricorn situations going on. But this year, at least, we're having it half portioned in Capricorn and somewhat in Sagittarius. Of course, once we get to the Mercury retrograde, I will talk about how this will affect us in Capricorn in its full format. For now, I'm going to talk about how Mercury works in Capricorn as a pairing when it's not in an inverse cycle. In Capricorn, Mercury demonstrates the art of effective communication. And by effective communication, I mean efficient interactions. We start to take things more seriously and more focused to determine where our energy should be directed. This is what the vast difference is between Mercury and Sagittarius versus Mercury and Capricorn. In Sagittarius, we get ultra expansive. In Capricorn, we constrict. Both have their positives. Both have their lower expressions, of course. But in Capricorn, the dial gets turned down a bunch of notches to a more suitable octave. We might feel more reserved rather than feeling as open as we did in Sagittarius. So the way we communicate and think becomes less wordy and loud and more concise. And due to the nature of this energy, we tend to think more logically. A vibe like this thrives on things that offer less filler. That way it can absorb information effectively. We also can find our critical thinking skills being more revved up than normal in this. So a lot of reasoning gets used in an energy like this, allowing us to comprehend information, allowing us to solve problems in a more direct manner, but also taking our time to understand what's going on detail-wise. This is one of the least impulsive Mercury's you can get, so it's not about rushing in to get the job done or get the conversation done. Although it has a direct energy, it still takes its time to make sure it does things right the first time rather than having to go over it over and over again. 
And a lot of this has to do with Capricorn's association with time. Capricorn energy is about time management and that can go in so many different directions. Sometimes that is creating a long-term plan or your master plan. It's about committing to the right things, but it's also about not wasting your time at all. So through this energy, anything that wastes our time and doesn't yield some sort of result, some sort of return on investment might end up getting tossed in the wastebasket, especially with that retrograde that's going to happen. It can have us looking at things that waste our time so we can move forward to something that's more constructive. With the communication style of this energy, things may seem more direct than normal. Things may seem more short than normal. In other words, the way people interact with you may seem very clear and very concise, but also it can be times where we're getting text messages that are just very much to the point. Under this influence, we can notice more short text messages more than normal in the sense of getting those one word text messages back from other people. So on a social level, this energy in itself is not the most social. It's not to say that we won't be socializing. We will absolutely be socializing. That never changes. We just may feel a little more reserved than we typically do. We could feel more self-focused because under an energy like this, it tends to be very much one-pointed. So our focus goes on ourselves. It goes on our goals. And sometimes that's very necessary. However, on a lighthearted note, which I know generally doesn't get associated with Capricorn, but Capricorns can be very lighthearted, especially if you get them at the right time. This energy tends to be very humorous. So it does bring a little bit of comedic tone to the air, maybe in a sardonic way, but nonetheless, it brings in a humor about it. Simulation-wise, we can crave mastery. In other words, we might be looking to dominate a particular subject. Sometimes this can be our career. Sometimes this could be something that we're trying to learn. Sometimes it could be something to do with our long-term plan. Under Capricorn, this can really be about crafting the perfect image or the perfect reputation. And our minds can really go on creating stability for ourselves under this energy. And that stimulates this kind of Mercury. I know that that may not sound so fun, but a lot of the times, most of the time, we need that sort of thing in our lives in order to have sustainability and consistency and stability. More fun and of mental stimulation, we may crave games of strategy under this energy. So it could be a time to really delve into things that involve intricacies, things that involve a sense of dominating an opponent, which could be things like video games or playing chess or some sort of mobile game with intricacies. Of course, there's a lower expression as there is any time we have a planet changing signs, and this is no different. Because this energy could be more self-involved, there could be moments where people seem as though they're a little more, they're a little cold, leading to feeling as though you might be dealing with someone who's coming off a little more selfish than normal. Sometimes an energy like this can have us mentally preoccupied with our obligations instead of unwinding. So we might find ourselves hyperfixating on our goals rather than having some downtime. We also have to be aware of harsh inner dialogue with this energy like this can sometimes be guilt-ridden and also have this tone of just negativity which we we have to be really aware of that within this vibe there tends to be something of a cynical tone that can be revved up in this energy so pessimism tends to run rampant under a vibe like this also a lot of heavy skepticism when it comes down to things and we also have to be aware of minimizing problems, minimizing things that people are telling us. This isn't the most empathetic Mercury, and that may be with ourselves, but that also may be with other people. So do the best you can when this energy hits. It's going to go retrograde in this energy. We're going to have a lot of these lessons coming up that I mentioned with all these things, whether it be the positive or the lower expressions of these energies. So hopefully we're using this Mercury in Capricorn for all of its constructive qualities. 24 hours later, Mercury is going to make a sextile 
with Saturn, and this is going to also be a Mercury retrograde alignment. So we'll see this one on December 21st, and then on January 18th. Luckily, with an energy like this, it's more constructive than some of the other ones I was reading that were happening this week, so this is great for crafting a long-term plan in our lives. With an alignment like this, we can feel mentally grounded, allowing us to make better decisions, allowing us to also be more productive, allowing us to be very focused on what we need to take care of. So this is excellent for getting back on track if we feel like we've lost our footing. Also, this is excellent for contracts. Even though we have that Mercury square Neptune situation that's going to happen during the retrograde, we also have this. So this may end up helping things go in our favor if we have things that we have to sign, if we have stuff that we signed up for, if we have memberships, subscriptions, anything like that. This is great for contractual things. And this is great for getting back on track when it comes down to our responsibilities, working on our maturity and being more accountable for our actions. So this is a lovely energy and hopefully this is one of the saving graces for this Mercury retrograde. The third brings in a mix of complicated alignments with Venus making a square to Pluto and Mars making a quincunx to Jupiter. With the Venus square Pluto situation, it can show us where we need to work on unconstructive patterns when it comes down to our love lives. A lot of the times when we have these Venus Pluto things, sometimes it could be secretiveness in relationships. Sometimes it could be domineering behavior in relationships, petty behavior in relationships, and overall toxic behavior in general in relationships. So for this reason, it may uncover things that maybe we weren't paying attention to or behavior we weren't paying attention to within a relationship because either we were not ready to deal with it and might not have wanted to look at the ugly truth of a situation. Pluto has a way of unearthing the truth of situations, even if we don't want to look at it. And of course, because this is a complicated alignment, this may feel harsh. This may feel somewhat difficult in certain situations which isn't particularly pleasant. The thing about an alignment like this is it comes up to give us a nudge to transform the circumstances in our lives that aren't bringing us anything good and preventing us from progress overall. And this one comes in the form of relationships. It could also come in the form of finances as well. Sometimes this could be dealing with people who are very controlling when it comes down to finances or being at a job with a very toxic boss that's throwing their weight around and more or less maybe hanging a promotion over your head in some sort of way. And as I always say with these difficult alignments, obviously these are not overnight situations. Just because this alignment happens doesn't mean that something's going to happen on that day in terms of leaving these situations or miraculously changing these situations. However, it does give that push forward. Obviously there are situations where some people may feel called to act and get out of certain situations, but I always recommend having a good backup plan so that way you're exiting out of these situations with some sort of stability and ease. On top of that, we've got that Mars Quincunx Jupiter situation, and this can really rev up irresponsibility. As I was saying earlier about the vibes on the graph and that solitude energy, that Mars Jupiter situation may give us the urge to get out. It may give us the urge to socialize. The problem with this is this is our third Quincunx for the week, so we can lack self-awareness in certain areas related to Mars and Jupiter for that reason. This tends to carry a very very reckless tone to it. This tends to carry a tone of conceit. This tends to carry a tone where we need to work on our tempers. This may call to our attention where we're overly opinionated or we're unhealthily competitive, where there might be some entitlement issues, where we aren't dealing with our problems, where we're avoiding a lot of things, where we lack a lot of accountability, and where we might overbook ourselves sometimes. That can show up in so many different ways with the overbooking in this energy. Sometimes it's overbooking because you want to go to every social event or you want to do everything, and that can be problematic because you could reach a bottleneck, causing you to max out of your ability to 
to get things done when you're at full capacity. Also, that can turn into overpromising and underdelivering as well in this energy. And again, it's quincunx energy, so it shows where we have blind spots. It shows where we lack self-awareness. And so this can give us the nudge needed to work on those things. But again, this does bring in a social tone. It does bring in a fun tone. You just have to be aware of some of the harsher elements of this. And with this being Mars and Jupiter, we could overdo it on certain things, especially indulgences, especially drinking. Sometimes Mars and Jupiter in a hard alignment is bar fight energy. <laughs> so try to be aware of that because this does bring in a combative tone to it, especially with the opinionated, entitled, belligerent, temperamental stuff that comes with it. And because that Venus-Pluto square is going on, that can further rev up a lot of stuff when it comes down to power struggly energy. So yeah, what a week. We're exiting November pretty loudly while simultaneously moving into December in a very boisterous way. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.